about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshuba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. I was speaking about going the distance, and let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 to 3, the Amplified says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let me, let me stop there and let me bless you with this. Those who are watching us are not your friends or the people who are around you. Those are not the ones who are ticking or marking your scripts. Facebook is not marking your script. Instagram is not marking your script. Twitter is not marking your script. Twitter is not clapping for you on the road you are going. The only people that can verify if you are walking the right road is the cloud of witnesses that are watching us that have gone before us. This is very important. So, don't get your claps and your accolades by the people who are around you here. You will not last the distance. The only people who are monitoring how we're performing in this walk of faith are the cloud of witnesses. Those who have gone before us. The Holy Spirit, the Word of God, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, angelic host, the, 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 the patriarchs of the old, are those who are watching and are applauding us or sometimes are disappointed. So while they are disappointed, the world is appointing you. And while the world is disappointed for your standing God, the crowd of witnesses are cheering you on. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he says, those who bore the testimony to the truth, he says, let's strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and the sin which so readily, definitely and cleverly cling to us and entangle us, and let us run, run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Looking away to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, he and is also its finisher, he is for the joy or obtaining the prize that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, the verse 3 is very important. It says, Just think of him who endured from sinners such grievous opposition and bitter hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, Losing heart and relaxing and fainting in your mind. So what he was saying in essence, as I've said before, that the ones who applaud us, the ones who confirm us, are not the ones who are around us. Because the ones who are around us, in technically, need to, if you're walking the right road, they can be and should be and will be hostile to us. They're not going to understand your faith. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? And, and as I said last week, I said many people have started 
the year light. But have fallen off the wagon because they feel in their minds that God is not coming as quick as he should. In worship tabernacle, in, in my life, personally as a pastor, and I heard that the women had a wonderful time, or the ladies had a wonderful time on, on Friday. As you can see, we have been through stuff that we've never been before. We have to have to walk a road. I have to walk a road. I've never had to walk before. I have to deal with things that have stretched me beyond my physical capacity or limitations. But the truth of the matter is, it's because when the world says to you, maybe as a pastor, maybe as a church, everything should go right. And so they are applauding when the anointing is falling, when jobs are being, when you get jobs, when we buy cars, when we buy houses, when we do things right. Uh, sometimes we, we, we enjoy the, 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 the face of the church when things are going right. We enjoy that face of our marriage when things are going right. But the validity and the solidity of any church and any marriage is when they go through the valley of the shadow of death. That is what determines who you really are. I was sitting down with a daughter of mine and I was saying to her, you, you, you know what, what I'm fed up is I, 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 I am fed up of preachers, teachers, people who want to preach, who want to teach, but don't walk it. I need to know, do you really walk this? When you walk into my home, does it reflect what I say in church? When you see me outside, does it reflect what I say? Are you following what I'm saying? Don't teach me finances when your finances is a mess. Don't teach me about marriage when your marriage is an entire mess. Are you following what I'm saying? Because it's very easy for us to talk the talk and not walk the walk. And, and many of us and many people will come up and say, don't do as I do but do as I say. Sit down. We need leaders. We need Jesus said, follow me. Look, look at my example. He didn't say, follow what I just said. He says, follow me and I will make you. And so if we're going to go the distance, we need to realize that the people who actually are going to applaud us as Christians are not actually the people who are around us, but the people who are above, who are in heaven, who are watching over us. And if we're going to last the distance, we need to understand that. And, and, and last week we spoke about terror. We spoke about him sitting in, um, in, in, in uh, 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 he, he reached a place uh, called um, Or, or he left the awe of the Chaldeans, which means the place of fire. And God wanted to take him to Canaan, but he stopped in Haran. And many of us, we are not moving at the pace in which God wants us to move. And so today, I want to now teach us just one or two things of how exactly do we last the distance? And when I talk about lasting the distance, I'm not talking about immediate death. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how do we con be consistent with God? How do we hold on to God's hands and we walk the walk and we finish right? How do we actually finish this race? How do we, how does God promise us that I'm going to give you this bottle of water? And no matter what obstacle is front of us, we still hang on to that promise and go the distance until we lay hold of the promise that God has given us. 
Just go in the distance. How is it that God said to you that this is the person you should marry and you now marry the person and how do we go the distance following God and not following our own objectivity? Not following our own stuff. How does it that God said to you, be at peace with your neighbor? How can it be that you can go the entire distance fulfilling God's words regardless of how irresponsible your neighbor is? How, how, how do I live in a society or in a place where I am an embodiment of what God has said I should be? How do I consistently not look at what other people do, but consistently look into the word and fulfill what God says I should fulfill, regardless of what other people are doing or not doing? How do I do that? How as a young boy, a young man, a young woman, not fall into the errors of sin, but stay in the path of righteousness? And how do I follow the tenets of God so I can last the distance? How do I put my hand on the plow and I don't let it go? How do I say to God, I am going to serve in your house and regardless of what goes on around me, I stay true to the word? How do I give my tithes? How do I give my offering? And even when circumstances are mitigated against it, I will have to say to them, you wait because my whole heart says I'm going to go the distance with God regardless of what comes to me. Or am I a fair weather Christian that just does what I can do and what is convenient for me? Because let me be honest with you, following Christ is not comfortable. Let's get it right. To follow Christ is not comfortable. You, you can't be comfortable with someone you don't fully understand most of the time. How do you understand when God says feed your enemies, clothe them? How do, how do you understand that? How do you understand when God says I want you to minister? I want you to sing. I want you to join the team. And you just look at that leader and you feel from what I've cared, I don't think I want to fall into that. How do you do that? How, how do you really follow when God uses someone to speak into your life and says you need to stop that? And you know that if I stop that, I may be in serious financial trouble. But you can go the distance with God. How do I go the distance as a young child, as a young man, as a young woman, as married couples, as children of God that says to Potiphar's wife, I am not going to give in. And many of us are giving in to the world and yet we come to church on Sunday. How do we go the distance? Tap someone beside you and say, go the distance. Ladies and gentlemen, life is so short. Life is so short. We're not guaranteed nothing. Life is so short that, 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 that God is calling this church into a place where we will rise to the level of holiness, faithfulness, and charge that God has given us. Let's stop this, this meandering around with sin and messing around. And let's get to a place where we can say to God, God, I want to serve you because it's our heart. Because when we look at the life of David, 
Well, and we analyze the life of David, we can see that David went the distance. Did he make mistakes? Absolutely. But how on earth can God call David a man after his own heart? It's because when David says it, he will do it. So how do we maintain that place? How do we last the distance? How do we fulfill purpose? Number one is when we stay in the place of prayer. When we stay in the place of prayer. Oh, Pastor, we've cared about that. Yes, I know. That's why you're going to tap someone beside you and look them eyeball to eyeball and say, Stay in the place. I didn't care. You tap someone else behind you and say, Stay in the place. Stay in the place. Stay in the place. Many of us are moving away from the place. And yet we want to go, to the, di- we want to go the distance. Stay in the place. Because it is that place that you can be free to dance. It's that place you can be free to hear. It's that place you can be free to sing. Stay in the place. Because if you do not stay in the place, you will be misplaced. If you don't stay in the place, you will miss your, 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 your level. If you don't stay in the place, you will find yourself out of sync with the will of God. Find someone else and say, stay in the place. 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 Because when they looked at Esau, uh, Esau was supposed to stay in his place of birthright. But he left that place. Uh, the prodigal son supposed to stay in the place of his father. But he what? He left that place. The children of Israel were said, stay where you are. They said, oh God, we can go against this people. They left the place and before you know it, they were annihilated. Stay in the place. There is a place in God that if you miss it, you miss life. Stay in the place of prayer. Let's read James chapter 4, 1 to 4, the New Living Translation. Let's read that. Let's do some reading this morning. Many of us don't read the Bible anymore. James, let's go to James in chapter 4. And the Bible says, what what is causing the quarrels and the fights amongst you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and you kill to get it. Someone sitting there saying, I, 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 I haven't killed anyone. Yes, you have. Your tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even this morning you woke up and you do annihilated, destroyed and, 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 and killed someone by the words of your mind. By that conversation you just had coming to church. And then you walked, walked into church and says, free to dance with you. You've, oh, 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 some of you are about to go after this, after this service and go to, 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 to meet up a friend and you know that the discussions you're going to have is not good for you. How many of you let me put my both hands up first because I know there are some people who are unrighteous, righteous people in church. How many of you have finished discussing with someone and you felt dirty? You've been in that conversation. How many of you? Be honest. The rest of you, God help you. That, 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 that you, you, when you looked at the amount of time you spent speaking about that person, you left the place and something said 
wow, this is, this is not right. I've done that before. Many times. Now God is helping me. One time, I, 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 uh, someone bought a package for someone. I looked at the package and I'm like, how on earth can this person do this or have this? And I, I made so much fun that throughout the night, I couldn't sleep. It was, I, in, fact, in fact, after a while, while I was fighting with them, I just quickly went on my knees because I, I'm not sure if I will see tomorrow morning. And I don't want people to be celebrating while I'm burning. So I quickly said, God, please forgive me. Forgive me. I sent a text to the person. I said, you know what? God loves you. You're the best thing. The person doesn't understand that I've just killed them. Uh, but I, I, I had to say, God, this should never happen again. Because many times, God can gift you a gift that your neighbor doesn't have. But that doesn't make your neighbor subservient to you. Sometimes God could give you wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and you're looking at your neighbor like, couldn't you see? No, they can't see because it is you that God wants to see. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? And so that's why God wants us to stay in another place called humility. So, 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 the Bible was saying, he says, we kill to get it. He says, you are jealous of what others have. Instagram. Uh, but you can't get it. So you fight and you wage war to take it away from them. He says, yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Alright? He says because you don't. So what you don't have is because you are looking to other people to get it instead of asking God for it. You're looking to have more friends but you don't have it because you're looking for friends but instead of looking to Jesus who is your friend and can make you attractive to the right friends God wants to bring to you. Because not everybody is supposed to be in your circle of friends. He says, but you don't have it. That, 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 that husband, other person's husband that you're chasing after, is not yours. You are, you're, 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 you're scheming. Always sitting beside them in church. If I assume... Stay, stay. Some of you even have your audacity. God forgive you. Not that's not what I wanted to say, but I just said it because I'm in church. But God forgive you. You, 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 especially women. Jesus. You have your audacity to walk up to that guy while the wife is there and say hello to the guy and ignore the person. Because in your mind, you want to have what someone else don't have. But let me tell you something. If you look deeply, you will find out that that man you're looking at is an investment of someone else, which you're not willing to do. And God can't give you your own because you're not asking God. You are scheming to kill someone else. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let, let me go a bit, a bit deeper. 
if the person is going out with someone else, be quiet. Don't go and steal someone else's girlfriend, boyfriend, because you feel that person is not treating them right. No, you are doing it by yourself and you're not asking God for him to provide for you. But that is not where that scripture finished. Let's take the next verse. Look at it. Because hey, God, I prayed. Look at the next verse. Put it up quicker. He says, but even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are what? You want only... Can you see that? So, it is not... I didn't say to last the distance... You need to pray. That's not what I said. I said to last the distance, you have to get and stay where? In the place of prayer. Because if you read that scripture, it says, even when you ask. So it is not the asking that answers your prayers. It is when you stay there that your motives are changed to God and when God changes your motive you will find out that what you're scheming and fighting for is irrelevant in the schemes that God has for your own life it is staying in the place of prayer prayer is a lost ingredient in the modern day Christianity we've lost it like a hammer is to a carpenter and a sewing machine to a fashion designer or tailor or a racket to a tennis player and a stethoscope to a doctor and a chisel to a sculptor. So is prayer to a Christian. So it's prayer to a Christian. Do you know why many people haven't laughed the distance this year? It's because they solely rely on January for fasting and praying. After the fasting and praying, after January into the first week of February, they're still spiritually high on the uh, adrenaline or, or the, the, what do you do to numb the pain? Or what, what, what do you give people when, they, when they're high? No, 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 no. Something that makes them high. You know when they're in the gym and they keep just going on. Huh? Steroids. They're on the steroids of fasting and praying. So, 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 in January, they're going like this. In February, they're going like this. And in March, they're going like this. Because the intensity of prayer has dropped as the month goes on. And so when we now enter into June, ah, thank you, Pastor. I need this. No. What do you need? You need me to give you another shot of steroids. You don't. You need consistency in the place of prayer. Why we start in January is to be able to push you through the entire year having that fullness of God on the inside of you. The church is not supposed to be your steroid uh, agent. 
or what do they call these guys who sell uh, cocaine or stuff on the street? Dealers. Yes, yes. I am your dealer. I am your steroid spiritual dealer. I am your dealer. No. No. You're supposed to deal yourself. Thank you, darling. Deal yourself. I'm not. It is that place of prayer to last the distance, to cross into the land of Canaan, to finish strong. We've got to stay in that place of prayer. And I'm not talking about a haphazard entry and exit. Many people have not mastered the tool or the gadgetry of prayer. And, 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 and hence, they have lost their axe heads because of misuse. They have lost their dreams. They've lost their directions because of misuse. Do you realize that the more you pray, the more stamina you have to outwit the enemy? It's a place of prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Should we really be preaching this in church? We should have gone beyond that. But many of us are no more praying. We are on on steroids. Spiritual steroids. And we now walk into the month of November and it's now becoming, and that's the reason why sometimes I try to shut this down because we're now becoming two seasonal Christians. Spiritual in January and then we know that during the year there's another shot coming and there will be spiritual. And as soon as we finish June or July, we go back to that sin, we go back to that issue, we go back to that thing because we can't last the distance. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? The same child that we blessed this morning is the same child we're cursing after the fast. We can't last the distance. Do you know that after we finish the fast, I'm not sure even before, God said to, to us, He says, dedicate a day unto me every single week where you fast, where you pray, where you spend time in my presence. It's supposed to be able to take you the entire distance of the year and of your life. But yes, we will wake up early to get to our job. But we will never wake up early to pray. Or we've now taken God on our bus and I have no problems with that. But can I be honest with you? Can I really be honest with you? Can you really have intimate conversations when you're hanging on? In the tube. Or on the tube. Even if you're still closing your eyes. It only takes someone. With halitosis. To walk into the train. And just say can you move please. And the whole place is slain. What you are praying. Your prayer point disappears. By the smell that comes out of their mouth. Or, or, Or as someone else is holding. The whole stuff out. Things that are emitting. Can you really all the time rely on your journey to walk? Can you really do that every single time? The Bible says pray without ceasing. So I acknowledge that. And we can. But there's a place where there's an intimacy you have with Christ that you're not free to do on a bus. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? When we say free to dance with you, free to sing with you, 
Hey, there's a place in the tube where you're not free to do that. Are you following what I'm saying? No matter how tactile we want to become, my wife and I, no matter how tactile, there's a level of, forgive me, tactility that we can do when everybody is there. And another level that you can do when no one else is there. Even sometimes she doesn't want me to hold because she feels that as pastors you're supposed to be holy and not hold hands. Sometimes I hope you give me your hand, my friend. What's the matter with you? How many people hug me in church and you can't hug me? I remember one time, I'm not going to say, mention the name, the person, the guy walked into my office, his wife was sitting there and all that, and went to my wife, hey, mom, hey, and then later as I said, hi, I said, are you stupid? Hug her, now, 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 give her a hug and a good kiss. What's the matter with you? You do that, no wonder some women are getting angry. And then you get into the car and the car is quiet. And what's wrong with you? Nothing. Ah. But didn't we just have a nice time in church? Yeah. I said, I said, can't I just be quiet? Something is wrong. The way you greeted the other person wasn't the way you greeted her. You, in fact, you spent more time spent greeting the other person. And no, actually, you, you were more lively speaking to someone else than you were lively speaking to your spouse. That's why she's quiet. And then you get to the car and say, you, you know, I really don't like to talk. Because you, you, in fact, she heard your voice from uh, Laura's house and you were and she heard your voice and then you get to the guy you know I, I, I don't like to talk loudly but she heard your voice there's a level of intimacy that you have with Christ in Christ in that place that you don't have listen to me ladies and gentlemen mothers at the back that have their children yo 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 yo, yo. mothers look at me your children should never be a hindrance to your intimacy with God. Except you will not hear God right to direct them. Are you here? Do you want me to come all the way to the back to talk to you? Because once we have babies, oh, uh, my time is taken with my baby. You are, look, immediately you're pregnant. That immediately mothers and fathers, you've got to start to say, I will not let this child take my time away from God. Even if it takes me to wake up 20 minutes earlier. Because you can never direct a child in the right way of God unless you hear from God in that secret place. Stop using that as an excuse. And that's why many children are going down the wrong way because you have not stayed in the place to direct them to the place. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? And so our fasting and our praying right now is not to, for us to get things that are not godly, but for us to stay in the place that long for God to be able to speak to us. You develop muscles in the gym of prayer. A man who prays allows Christ and the world to frame his priority. When you pray, your priorities, your Perception, your reaction to all life situation is dependent and, 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 and sorted out in God. Let me say this to you. A prayerless Christian, we say this always, is a powerless Christian. 
Prayerless Christians, the powerless Christians. Uh, um, someone was sharing this with me yesterday, and, and, and I know where some of us come from. You know, this is rampant in India, rampant in, uh, in, 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 in the Caribbean and in the African side, but we think it's not rampant here in the, in the, in the, in Europe, you understand, where we talk about witches and wizards and all that kind of stuff. Uh, 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 but, 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 but someone confirmed it. Uh, there's a particular place they went, and I don't want to mention the name because uh, I, I may appear before the Queen sometime. Uh, 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 so, but, but there's a particular place I have been there that this lady was sharing with us yesterday that they tried to go and rent a, 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 a room for the night, and all the hotels were booked up. Everyone was just saying no, 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 no. And she said that. They now found this place and there was only one room that they could get for the three of them to stay in. Just only one room. And the person kind of asked like, hang on, what is happening here that in all this county we cannot get a hotel room? Over two or three counties. And I said to her, I said, no, you couldn't get it because there was, that time was the meeting of witches and wizards. So they book out the entire hotel and the entire place. And the lady looked at me, how do you know? I said, because I have been there before, and when I went there, you know you step into some environments and something is just not right. In fact, not only did I have an attack there, but even my son had an attack there. It was so, it was so grave that we had to appear there and deal with some issues. Had an attack. He said, oh, I, you. I said, because I know. That's what happened. In fact, she said that her mother was in the hospital in, one of the, in, 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 in central London and at night some woman came and was messing up with her stuff and she said, well, what are you doing? And they said, you know, you are messing us up here in this world. said, what do you mean? said, you and your husband, your prayers are messing us up. Even nurses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say her. These are the things we, you, you, you bypass, you think is normal. You don't know where that attack is coming because you're not in the place of power. I left band practice when we were in interchange one day. We got onto the tube. Daphne was with me. And as I sat down, a woman just looked at me, screamed, and got up, yeah, yeah, and ran to, said, don't sit beside me. Don't sit. And look, I said, I'm not sitting beside you. I was sitting opposite you. Just got up and ran. I'm telling you, got up and ran. You're supposed to carry something that will let the devil flee from you and your children. Not picking up the child and kisses don't do this. It's prayer that will protect that child. Prayer that will protect your life. Prayer that will protect your career. Many of us are just on, on autopilot. We just get up, we go. Get up, we go. Get up, we go. You can if you're not a Christian. The devil may not disturb you. But if you pronounce you're a Christian, hell is set loose against your rising. And you are a champion. If you stay in the place, you open yourself to ridicule, confusion, and a lottery mentality when your closet is empty and your head lacks oil. A man that prays shuts out the whispers of hell. A man that prays sees himself the way God sees him. A life of prayer makes us dwell in that secret place. That secret place. There's a place in God where a child of God can dwell. 
that most of Christianity doesn't know even exists. The secret place is the ultimate place of trust and reliance in God. Psalm 91 verse 1, the Amplified, says, He who what? Dwells. He who what? Dwells. You know, there was a time I, 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 I took two, two um, tea bags and I spoke about the difference between dwellers and dippers. He who dwells in the secret place. Dippers are those who take the tea bag and put it in and take it out. And, but dwellers are those who leave the tea bag in there so that it, it, all the flavor of it goes through. Dippers are those who put the tea bag and are just, come on, come on, quickly, quickly. And while you're doing that, you make mistakes. You hit the teacup and the whole thing spills over. And it may spill over to the white dress you have just prepared to go for an interview. Because you are dipping instead of allowing to dwell. And the same thing with Christ. Many of us are dipping into God's presence instead of dwelling. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain what? Stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. Stable and fixed. He who dwells there, they remain stable and they remain what? Fixed. So as we step into our season of praying and fasting, please, it is not a spiritual steroid to give you a boost for the next six months. It's a place where we want to habitually stay in his presence so that we will remain stable and we will remain fixed. And when you're fixed in the presence of God, anywhere you go, you are directed by God and not by man. Is anyone here? Can you, can, did you get anything from that? If you're going to last the distance, you've got to learn to be stable and fixed in God's presence. He says when you dwell there, you will remain stable. You remain stable. I, 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 I said this to, and I'll round up, I, I, I said this to the um, to those who are getting engaged and those who got engaged and those who are uh, in the premarital, uh, the first time we met, which is, a, which is like a lifetime away now. Uh, and I said to them, I said, have you realized that hell does not break loose on your relationship until you get engaged? Do you realize that once you're engaged, that's when things start to come out? That's when the battle starts. So while you're engaged and you put the whole thing on Instagram, you're also advertising yourself to devils, demons, principalities, the powers of darkness. <laughs> so, 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 so while you're having the, oh, oh, oh gosh, yeah, yeah, the enemy is like, no, they're not going to get married. Multiply the amount of people who did not like you engaged by five. Once you get engaged and you throw it on Instagram. So before you throw it on Instagram, first, inspire yourself. Fill yourself up with grams of the Holy Spirit. Because when it goes out, I'm not talking about inches or ounces. I'm talking about grams. Make sure that your body weight in the Spirit has increased. Because once you send it out, the host of heaven knows that when two people come together, they become another formidable force against the kingdom of darkness. And so once you do that, God, hell is loose. But the Bible says we are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves us. I'm not trying to inculcate fear into your mind. I'm trying to tell you that when you abdicate prayer for social media, 
And you advertise yourself on social media instead of advertising yourself to God and to the host of heaven and to demon and principality that this is based on the promise of God. But this relationship, this marriage is sitting and dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. We will remain stable and fixed. You won't last the distance. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? So everything in your life must come to that place of prayer. Did you get anything from it this morning? Amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.